Dreamnasium. Function. Noun. A vast, extra-dimensional space described by benign chaos and the germination of visions, revelations, and tales. The Lingering Grief of Twilight. Part One. Just a moment, Captain Farragut. I'm at escape velocity and it's a little... <clears throat> there. I have left your atmosphere. Proceeding to rendezvous point. I'm retaining a small sheath of nitrogen around myself to facilitate communication. Uh, thanks? Of course, Captain. You going to be able to handle this? On your own, I mean. I don't have much choice. Well, we can always use the nukes. Useless in this case. Also, they would make a mess. My way is, well, better. Lady Justice, still with me? Yes, Captain. My apologies. Intervals of relaxation have been rare since I made my home here. It's been some time since I was able to stretch out a bit. Uh, well, <clears throat> you've got a few minutes until rendezvous. Care to talk? About? Anything you want. I don't need a chaperone, Captain. Maybe I do. <laughs> I've been awake for two days tracking these things. The base's liquid stimulant isn't keeping you alert? Coffee? And no. Definitely not holding up its end. All right. I will keep you company. What should be our topic? Well, I know why we're happy to have you around. You've saved the planet six times already that I know of. You're welcome. But why? Why? Oh, why what? Why do you pick us? What's so special about the human race? <laughs> special? Humanity? You're not... So very special, I suppose. You dance and spin in your towers and your warrens. You move so frantically in your canyons of steel and concrete, listening to your secret electric whispers. You dash around like, um, what are those builder insects you have that they get in everywhere? Ants? You see us as ants? Should I not? You build hives, squabble over bits of dirt and food? Well... I mean, maybe we're not as sophisticated as the mighty Lady Justice. You're a superhero. Alien goddess, but whatever. 
am also teasing you, Captain. I am very fond of humanity. Very. Even before you got here, we'd started exploring the universe? Yes. In those clunky metal contraptions, spewing unbreathable gases into your own biosphere. Ah, it's a start. Everything has to have one. That is true. I've seen better species, though. <laughs> that right. I've met single entities that span parsecs. And entire races that lived and died in spaces smaller than a pinhead. I've seen civilizations rise like spiral mushrooms and watch them wither away down into the dust that spawned them. Once. A very, very long time ago. I found love among them as well. She comes. Our call has been answered. You humble us with your presence. Rise, Chaplain Broek. Your fealty need not be physically displayed. My lady, you have done so much for us. Defending us from the Grishak beasts, holding back the floodwaters, and a thousand more deeds we praise in song. And I thank you for those songs, dear chaplain. But they're not necessary. I am quite... Lonely, my lady. Pardon me? I am not... You are with us. You live among us, but you are not of us, bright lady. You are, even in the thickest crowd, absolutely alone. Is this not so? Alone is not lonely, Broek. I am content with my lot. Forgive me, but content is not enough. You are alive. You are intelligent. You need... You need a... <laughs> what do I need? A peer, lady. A companion. Someone to, forgive me, share with. Indeed. And if you're right, Chaplain Broek, what shall we do? I'm the last of my kind in this universe. All the rest have fled for other spaces. Where should we look for this companion? No farther, bright lady. <clears throat> Eos? Eos, come forth. Eos, don't dally, come. Greetings, bright lady. Uh, chaplain... What? Who is this? I am Eos, bright lady. I am for you. For? Me? Let me explain. We see you. Your life, your solitude must be crushing. Even for one such as you. But who among us is worthy of a goddess? And so we studied and toiled and bring to you now the finest specimen of perfection our science can muster. Eos. <sighs> Chaplain, all of you, uh, that is... I mean to say, your generosity is touching. Deeply, but I cannot... You have done so much for us. 
Please, let us do this for you. Eos. Is this something you want? Something you've chosen for yourself? I would not make you a slave or take you to be one. How can I answer? I was made to love you. I was made to be loved by you. Do you find me unappealing? If so, I... No, 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 no. Uh, uh, you are quite appealing. Quite. Uh, but your choice is the important thing. My mind is my own. My choice is you, freely made. Look at me. Look closely. Look deep. Can't you see it? I can. Then you accept our Eos? <laughs> I do. I accept. And I, th I thank you. I thank all of you. Ephotians were such sweet creatures. Beautiful. Even wise when weighed against most other species. If, if you saw them, you'd take them for gods. My Eos was to them what the Ephotians would be to human beings. I couldn't refuse him. But it was <laughs> awkward at first. I'd been so long alone, and, and really we were strangers after all. I had no idea what to do with him. <laughs> Let me guess. You got to know him better. Value him as an individual. That led to friendship, and uh, friendship led to... The touch of his flesh? Yes. Bet that was some night. I don't think you understand. What's to get? A lonely woman... The perfect man ready to ring the bells. I bet you burned the house down. I killed Eos, Captain. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. Like I said, you should... Wait. Wait. You don't mean you actually killed... Eos was the finest product of Ephotian art and science, but it didn't matter. When I opened my true self to him, he was consumed by the Inferno. Judas. Judas Priest. That's... I'm sorry. My mistake. All mine. I shouldn't have let myself be lulled. Um, if you don't mind my asking, how did the Ephosians take it? The Ephotians weren't the problem. <laughs> Bright lady, forgive our intrusion. 
We have been concerned for your... Leave me, please. Just... You. Are you well, my lady? I said go! I'm sorry, Chaplain. All of you. I'm composed now. Thank you, lady. We have been concerned about you. And Eos. The lightning storms around your tower have been most distressing. We... Bright lady? Where is Eos? There is no Eos. Not anymore. You attempted to consummate your union? He wasn't strong enough. He wasn't nearly. This is not your fault, my lady. It is. It is. I was weak. I shouldn't have. No. My lady. We feared this outcome. Eos himself was fully aware he might not survive your love. And you sent him to me anyway. You sent him to die? Eos chose. There was no programming. No coercion. He chose to come to you. And every day he chose to stay. Eos. My brave Eos. Eos loved you, bright lady. We all do. There is no blame here. One does not fault the volcano for erupting. I miss him, Broek. I miss him so much. Give us time. Please. We shall make another. Another? Indeed, lady. The process can be refined, upgraded indefinitely, until we create the perfect... No. Be assured, we will dedicate ourselves to correcting every flaw until- No, Broek, I see your heart. I see all of you, but no. This can never happen again. But we will be bringing you Eos again. A more perfect Eos. There is only one Eos. No matter how perfectly you make his replacement, all I would see in him would be the ghost of my love. No. And our world, lady? Will you look on us the same? Eos was meant to be the best of us. If your grief won't let you look on him again, how can you look on us? Broak was right. And so I left them. A cold turkey, huh? Just like that. And do you think less of me for it? Um, <clears throat> not sure I'm in a position to take a position, Lady Justice. 
Not sure anyone is. I value your input, Captain. As a friend. Do you think I was wrong to leave them behind? I think, uh... I think one trip through that particular grinder is enough for anybody. Hold on. We're tracking something. Target inbound at .58 Luminal. Think it's your friends? They're not my friends. They're not anyone's friends. Well, be that as it may. My people say they're whipping around Mars right now. Vector puts them on a bullseye. For Earth. A moment, please. Are you doing the whooshy thing? I am. <laughs> I knew it. What did you see? I saw everything everywhere all at once. Every point in the solar system. And it's them, all right. What... what are they? Devastation. The scourge of any life they encounter. And you still think we shouldn't warn the public about this? You'll just worry them all for nothing. Either I can do this and people will get to go on with their lives, or I can't. And they won't. Not going to say I don't wish we had some better choices. They're cresting lunar orbit. I see them. Revised target shows them heading for... That can't be right. The ocean? They mean to announce their arrival with torrents and tsunamis before they begin their awful work. That's not the awful part? What are these things? They are emptiness. Yawning absence wrapped in winged crystalline shells. They're hungry, or hunger, perhaps, that might be more apt. That didn't really clear it up. No, I suppose not. One moment, Captain. This world is not for you. They've stopped. Holding position. Could it be that easy? No. It could not. So what's this? Diplomacy? You're talking them down? They do not possess language. They have no need for it. But I can feel... Surprise radiating from them. Do you understand me? Turn away. Now. You, uh... Feeling anything from them now? They are amused. And that's... a good thing. There were eight of them once. I destroyed three. I thought it would teach them a lesson. I don't think the lesson took. Hold on. We've got an energy sector building from the... Lady Justice, watch out! <laughs>
Jeffrey Thorne's Dreamnasium, Episode 1, The Lingering Grief of Twilight, Part 1, featuring the voice talents of Darian Lindell as Lady Justice, Philip Weber as Captain Farragut, Catherine Pride as Chaplain Broick, Perry Whittle as Eos, and Melissa Autumn Hearn as the Muse. Written by Jeffrey and Susan Bridges, based on the original short story, The Lingering Grief of Twilight, by Jeffrey Thorne. Dreamnasium Theme by Vincent Morrison. Music by Josh Molan at thetunepeddler.com. Directed by Catherine Pride. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2019, Jeffrey Thorne and Pendant Productions. Please rate and review the show on iTunes. Thanks for listening.